Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie Day. Today we're talking about... Time. Natalie, what is time? Are you ready for this? Time is the indefinite continued progress of existence and events that occur in an apparently irreversible succession from past through the present and into the future. Shit. Okay. So we are... Pushed forward helplessly is what you're saying. Right. I like how the definition said apparently, apparently irreversible succession. I guess that we can't do anything about what happened already. That's a very open-ended definition. You know, some people would say, yeah, time is irreversible. Right. And whoever, whether it be Webster, Oxford, or Pedia that you interviewed for this process said it's apparently irreversible. Right, right. Unless what if time stopped and then it collapsed on itself and then all events happened simultaneously. Yeah, I mean, you tell me. You have the information. (laughs) I don't have any information about that because, like, that's not happened yet that we know of. Uh, I've never altered the flow of time or anything like that. I don't think we'll do that during our lifetime. Yeah, probably not. Think about it, though. What if you did? It's impossible to say that you could do that because then what? What, you would perceive things going in reverse? But if you perceived things going in reverse, then that means you would not be going in reverse. You would still be going (laughs) toward endlessly like an athlete to the finish line as the world reversed around you like a crummy cassette tape, ice cream rewinding from your stomach onto the cone and back into the tub at the shop and the manager slowly putting scoop after scoop of ice cream for customers cones into the tub (laughs) until the tub becomes full at which point he puts it on a truck and ships it to the ice cream factory to be melted down and put back into cows Oh, I'm sorry. I've never seen it, so. (laughs) Right. But what if all those events happened all at the same time? What if time happened at the same time? If it collapsed upon itself. What if all houses had the same address? (laughs) Uh, Time is a component quantity of various measurements, and they use it to sequence events. You use it to compare the duration of events. You use it to measure intervals in between events. I think it's very weird and disconcerting to talk about time in such like an abstracted way. I like it because... It feels weird. Well, time is always assumed. No matter where you are or what you're doing, time moves forward. I think they say, you know, time stopped when this happened. But that's an exaggeration because that doesn't happen. Time keeps going. When I was a kid... I thought it was really weird. I would look at something, I would watch TV, or I would look at something in a class, and then I would look at a clock, and it would be like, I would look at a clock, and it'd seem like several seconds would go by, and then the hand would tick, and then it would tick (laughs) as normal. And I always thought, that's really suspicious. Have you ever done that? Have you ever looked at a clock and it seems like it takes way too long to tick? Right. I think it's something to do with your brain's processing or something. You're paying attention to it more and so you perceive it as taking longer. Yeah, something like that. When you close the fridge, does the light really go off? It really tripped me out. <laughs> what I remember from school is sitting in classes and like like sitting down and just feeling like I had been sitting there for like an extremely, extremely long time and looking over and it had been like six minutes. 
Yes. I remember school being me constantly counting down 50-minute increments mm-hmm. over and over and over until I was able to leave. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Watching re- the clock click, 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 click. The clock doesn't click, though. It ticks. Did your school have those clocks where it was like a clock network? Yeah. The clock network was, I don't know if they still do this, but it was like there was special wiring going to all the clocks. And there was just a master clock in the principal's office and the principal could just turn a dial and change all the clocks in the school. Yeah, fucking powerful. They would get on and do an announcement. Sometimes the guy would, the guy we had would kind of turn the dial and we'd be like, what's happening? And then he's like, it's me, your principal. Whoa, the clocks are crazy, it's me. I wish I had an intercom like that in the house. I would really like to make morning announcements and be able to like announce things through the house. Get an intercom. I want one that's like actually like a principal. So I want like, I want wooden speakers in the rooms and I want to do it on a microphone. The little rocket microphone they would have with uh-huh. the single button. Uh-huh. The uh-huh. Buddy Holly. <laughs> yeah. Be like, hey guys, it's uh, me. <laughs> are you thinking the big boxes, like the foot square wooden boxes, or are you thinking like the bullhorn? Uh, either one's fine with me. Just, I don't want like a little wimpy intercom web interface bullshittery. Nothing that anyone's going to be sneaking like a microphone into that they're going to send to Amazon. <laughs> I want old school bullhorn microphone intercom system. We can get one. We'll set it up. I mean, you should have said something. Yeah, so we've been home. I haven't left the house in about 16 years. <laughs> <laughs> It feels like I live on a on like some kind of weird Twilight Zone planet where it's just like I'm the only one who lives here, like on this planet, and you're the only other person I know. You're the other other person who lives here on I, this planet. <laughs> I'm the robot brought by the supply team. Right, my robot buddy. Uh, so time is often referred to as the fourth dimension. I've heard that. Yeah. So there's the other three spatial dimensions, and then time is the fourth dimension. What's the fifth dimension? Smell. Because smell can vary based on where you are, X, Y, Z. Yeah. You get way high up. Boy, I can't smell that anymore. No, I can't. It's gone. (laughs) And smell is independent of time. Remember earlier today how good dinner smelled? We'll go downstairs now. There are so many dimensions. What's the sixth dimension? You asked me too fast. <laughs> all right, what's the seventh one? I'm not a dimensional scientist. I don't know about all this kind of stuff. So if you were going to measure time, how would you do it? Two ways you would do it, probably. Oh, gosh. Tell me. This is your, this is your quiz. Uh, Bing. I, I don't know where my stick is. Bing. It's time for the quiz. How do you not know where your it's stick fine. is? I'm improvising. It's fine. Bing. How would you measure time? <laughs> There's nothing else here. I don't know. There's a bag of Sour Patch Kids over bing, there. Bing. That was from when Brian was over here podcasting. Oh, yeah. Like three months ago. That's what happens when you buy candy I don't like. Ping! <laughs> <laughs> if I had to measure time, I would use a clock and a calendar. Ping! Oh, you aced it, baby. Good job. 
You did a good job on the quiz. What is, is there something that's like calendar, but it's like for every block is 100 or 1,000 years? Is there an extra long calendar for yeah. these guys? No, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. You just have to keep clicking back. Maybe that's our idea. We need like mega calendar. That could be a million dollar. Mega calendar. Garbage Brain University. M- million dollar idea. Each square, how how big would you make each square in mega calendar? 5,000 years. So not going with any... <laughs> not going with any base number there. 5,000. Okay, well, I was thinking every square in my mega calendar would be 4,800 years. Because that makes the math a lot better. Well, I was trying to think of a big number. like This is from 2320 BC <laughs> to 2480 AD. So that would that would be my 4,800 year block for this square we're on in the mega calendar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and think about this, a normal calendar, X, 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 X. You your go week pen, seven X's. Boom, boom, boom. Dennis, Dennis, doctor, school, school. Your pen's running work. out, baby. Your pen's running out. Yeah. And think about ink. this. One year, chuck it. New calendar, $9.99. You're giving all this money to the beautiful dogs of 2020. Beautiful <laughs> dogs of 2021. You're chucking money. The beautiful dogs are getting rich. You're getting fucked. Your pen's running out. <laughs> Mega calendar, bitch. Enter mega calendar, bitch. (laughs) Everything. You're set for your whole life. You can pass that calendar down to your kids. Everything you have done and will ever do fits in one square of mega calendar. (laughs) Yep. Simply write soccer practice once. In your 2320 BC to 2480 AD entry, and you're set. (laughs) During this era, I believe I've got to do the laundry. Laundry. There it is. And at only $500,000 each, we'll only need to sell two. Right. But then the thing is, though, if you use the mega calendar, you write laundry on the mega calendar. It covers you for your entire life. But then it has a side effect of making the time collapse upon itself. When you look at the today's date on the mega calendar, what do I have to do today? Laundry. Is it on the list because I've done it already? Is it on the list because I need to do it in the future? Is it on the list because I'm doing it right now? I don't know. You know, a few years ago, (laughs) I saw a company that sold a watch. Well, it looked like a watch. It was a bracelet in the shape of a watch. And when you looked at the watch face, it just said now. (laughs) I'm thinking this is the next step in now. Mega calendar. Tired of now, we've also got previous era and next era. (laughs) Feeling optimistic? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, if you're talking about what you're doing, right? Time is broken up then into you would use a calendar for stuff that was happening not on the day you were existing in right now. Yeah. And then you would use time as a smaller unit within the units on the calendar. Yeah, at 5 o'clock, I've got to do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. That's totally what I use time for. (laughs) 10 o'clock. Got to get up because I have to get on a phone call. 
Yeah, right. They think that people probably started using the moon to set up like a calendar type situation about 6,000 years ago. That's when they started like being like, let's make it. Let's make it a calendar. Let's organize time by units and we can tell based on this natural occurrence, right? Uh But you know, before that, it was probably considered to be prehistory. Because you couldn't really write history if you didn't have like a way of saying what time it was. Oh, right. So who even knows what time the dinosaurs perished? Right. No one does. No one does. No one had a watch back then. They didn't invent it yet. I think it's funny that Homo sapiens has existed for 50,000 years. And like, there's certain shit we didn't come up with until extremely recently. Right. It's not impressive to me. That underlies just how stupid everybody is. It's very easy to think, wow, all the stupid people out there. Wow, look at them go. But like even the smartest person on earth is like 0.1% smart. Like they're not actually that smart. Here's something that I think about is when you have evolution, Mm -hmm. it happens over hundreds of generations, thousands of generations. You know, just for one small trait to emerge, you have to have this breeding that occurs via selection, and the selection doesn't occur unless you die before you have kids. Right. And so humans haven't evolved since Jesus. We basically have not evolved. We've maybe evolved one little tiny percent. And there have been some changes that have happened since year zero. And I'm not talking nine-inch nails. (laughs) I'm talking the big J. Right. That guy, year zero, nailed him up, year 33. How old was he? Or was that 27? He was 33. I'm thinking of Kurt. (laughs) So we really haven't evolved since then. So like the dumb shit that anybody's ever done in history, we're exactly that smart today, but we didn't evolve. We just have vitamins now. Right. So now we give kids Flintstones and now they're like 10% less likely. To be stupid from not having enough vitamins. Sure, yeah. So overall, people's general measure of intelligence has gone up, though it's impossible to say if vitamins actually make you a better, happier person or if they just make you better able to do the SAT. We'll never know. (laughs) Uh, So when they first started doing calendars, they were doing lunar calendars. And when they had the lunar calendars, a year was between 12 and 13 lunar months. So a lunar year was either 354 or 384 days long. Right. And that's because the lunar cycle is what, 28 Mm -hmm. days, something like that? Mm -hmm. There you go. There's a lunar year for you. Did you know that when the dinosaurs were were around, a year was 370 days long? Really? Uh And why is that? Because the Earth, the speed of it going around the sun. The Earth is going faster now. Yeah. Is it going to keep going faster? I don't know. Is it going faster because it's falling into the sun? I don't think so. I just accepted the dinosaur fact and I didn't look into it farther than that. (laughs) Are we just getting good at floating? Yeah, right. We were just getting really good at making years happen. (laughs) Go, 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 go. Actually, no, I think it's because the days, the length of the day is. The earth spun faster rather than rotated faster. Yeah, so it spun faster. So now it's slowing down 
and it's spinning. Okay. So eventually the it, the earth will stop spinning, and then I guess one side will get roasted, and the other side will freeze to death. So how long that is that going to take? So we we are down to three sixty five in the time since the dinosaurs. You know, <laughs> on your Apple iPhone X, <laughs> you would have to click forward and back so many times to find the day that the Earth stops spinning, and yet on Mega Calendar you might flip forward just a few pages. Right, just a couple days later. <laughs> Like, uh-oh, that's getting close. A scant, <laughs> a scant number of 5,000-year periods <laughs> leads you to the day the Earth stops spinning. <laughs> Whoops. I wonder if, like, we could all just figure out a way to keep it going. You think we could do it? I think one person would do it for free, and then Valvoline would take it and copyright it, and Valvoline would be the richest company on the planet, and they would interview the guy. They'd be like, do you care that Valvoline took your idea to make world spin? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's fine. I have to live here. I don't really care. I think Sounds that's basically- spinning. I don't give a shit. <laughs> right, I think that's basically what would happen, is just one guy would do it. Or one guy would be, uh, one guy would like, I don't want to name any names, but they're the head of a car company in California. And let's say the head of a car company in California whose products are notorious for killing its users. Right. (laughs) Let's say that he was like, hey, I've got a great idea to get the earth spinning again. And instead of working, it made the earth spin backwards and everybody got fucked up. That's more likely yeah. that some psychopath would do something that's fucked up or best case scenario didn't work. Right. Worst case scenario, like made the earth instead of sideways, made it go up and down. <laughs> Like, what if if the sun, (laughs) what if the sun rose in the north and set in the south? And instead of seasons going four times a year, we had four seasons a day. So here's my question. Here's my follow-up question. What is the slowest earth rotation that you would accept? (laughs) (laughs) How long would you think, would you accept for it to take to rotate? (laughs) I mean, that's a really interesting question because I feel like there's definitely a point where it would be dark for 11 days and I would be like, okay, come on. (laughs) But then on the other hand, I don't feel like I have power over the Earth's rotation. (laughs) So I feel obligated to accept the speed at which the planet (laughs) rotates. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Sure, but I was was talking like if you were tasked with hiring the guy to keep it rotating. Oh, right. And you're saying it takes the faster you make it rotate, the more something it takes that I would need to give him. (laughs) I was thinking more like if he does not hit this benchmark, he's a failure. You're asking me for quality assurance (laughs) guidelines on the man who spins the earth round? Yes. On its axis? Yes. Are you asking me for bonus compensation on the man who pulls the chariot across the sky that is hitched to the sun, ensuring that it rises in the morning and disappears at night? Yes. (laughs) Did I stutter? (laughs) The man twists the earth round its lopsided axis. How much do you tip him? (laughs) 
we do that? We'd probably be dead. We'd probably die in the process. Do you think we... No. I think there'd probably be major earthquakes if that happened. Oh, you're right. You probably are because be of like the whole... massive tsunamis and, and shit like that. The gravitational stuff. Well, I think we would be safe from the tsunamis and the earthquakes and all that. And Here's... I bet you a bunch of magnetic shit would happen and all our, all our electronics would break. Probably. I'd be like, well, 10 TV is not loading. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> We All just, I know is it alternates between being negative 15 degrees out and being at night and being like 96 degrees out during the day. Just, <laughs> and the leaves fall off at dusk every night. It's a simple process. <laughs> right, right. Everything's dead. <laughs> All the animals are dead. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. My computer doesn't work. Yeah, but last I heard, we weren't supposed to go anywhere. I guess we'll chill here and just see. Well, we'll wait it out. Um, the Mayans had calendars too, and their calendars were 18 months in a year with 20 days in a month. Oh, okay. Okay, that's close. When you said 18, I was like, well, that's just not correct. That's they were just wrong. Months. They yeah. were just wrong, but yeah, 360. Yeah. And then what did they do to account for the last ones? Um, They had five extra days at the end of the year. See, that's smart. That would be a much better way of lining everything up. I feel like the calendar just enforces everybody to keep going every day. Every they day. should they should redo the calendar so we have 12 months, but the months are only let's say 27 days each. Okay. And so then 354 days. Uh-huh. All the extra days are freebie days. They don't count. You get them so, all in, a, in one lump at the end of the year, and you can do whatever the fuck you want. It's like, no laws. So we have... <laughs> and that's where you would put... That's where you would put leap day. That's where you yeah. would put it. We would never have to have a leap day. Leap day would just get rolled into bonus days at the end of the year. Yeah, you'd have either 11 or 12 bonus days. You don't have to work on bonus days. Oh, my God. Do whatever you want on bonus days. In fact, if anyone makes you work on bonus days, you could beat their ass for free. I mean, I... <laughs> I'm on board. I like the idea of a of a universal period where everybody just agrees this is free timber. Right. Two, how long is it? Like two weeks? Uh, yeah, eleven or twelve days. So uh, free timber the third. How's everybody's free timber going? And free timber, this that doesn't count. You still get vacation days and sick days during the year. That doesn't count. Free timber is like it does not exist. There are days that don't exist. You can't do anything those days. You're not allowed to do anything. <laughs> I think that would be healthy. I think people should have some time where they just don't have to do anything. Just be an animal. Just like wallow around in your own filth and like whatever fuck you want. Who gives a shit? And then and then get it out of your system. Back on the calendar, baby. Hey, it's January. <laughs> How was your free timber? Free timber's over. January 1st is coming. That's the day when we all put our shoes on. <laughs> put your clothes back on. Put the bong away. Or whatever. <laughs> hey, some people like jello. Fucking put it away. Back on the calendar. Put the baby. jello away, dumbass. It's January. <laughs> yeah. No time to play in January. Back to the grind. <laughs> TGI free timber. <laughs> uh, okay, so and Julius Caesar did the Roman calendar, the Julian calendar, in 45 BC. How did. Uh, 
so did where did he start? Because huh. if he started at negative forty five, he's like, there's something coming. <laughs> It was not, the, it, the years and stuff were set up differently. That calendar sucked because it wasn't accurate. How inaccurate was it? It would make all of the astronomical solstices and equinoxes advance 11 minutes every year. That's pretty close, though. You know me. I'm a fan of that's pretty close. Yeah, good enough. I don't give a shit. I, I don't even know what day it is most days. I don't, like, it doesn't fucking matter. I don't care if the equinox is 11 minutes late. I don't give a half a shit. And that's the... <laughs> and we found out that the egg stuff is not real. It's just nobody ever tries to stand the egg up except on the equinox. Yeah. And then if you stand the egg up, you say, boy, it's got to be the equinox. But you don't You don't just try to do it on a normal day in April or whatever. Right, right. Like, oh, it's November 3rd. Let's try that egg thing. Oh, it's August 1st. I'm, yep. Oh, today is also an equinox, Wild. <laughs> it's all equinoxes, all the way down. Yeah, so that one was a bullshitty one. And then Pope Gregory the Thirteenth introduced the Gregorian calendar in 1582. No shit. Greg introduced the Gregorian calendar. Yeah. Pope Natalie the Second introduced the Natalaremian calendar. <laughs> Creating the concept of free timber. <laughs> what do you think you could be the first? Well, no, not the first pope. Do you think? <laughs> do you I, think I, you I could, could be the first cool pope? The first cool pope? I I would I would accept it. Would you live in the Vatican? I would love to live in the Vatican. Is there a first pope? Like, would I? Could I go with you? I mean, if I was pope, there would have to be. I mean, they're not going to let like. Uh, female <laughs> yeah just end the sentence there i mean i can keep going <laughs> they're not gonna let a they're not gonna let a female a female atheist <laughs> i read something now i read something once and you're gonna hate this i read that the pope has to be celebrate <laughs> oh yeah i'm not celibate <laughs> So if they were willing to let a female atheist who is not celibate be the head of the Roman Catholic Church, then they would have to be okay with me sitting on sitting on your face the whole time, I suppose. <laughs> they have to be okay with it. Like at that point, I'm like, what? Well, let the atheist thing go. I mean, I don't see why this is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you would, all you'd have to do, you'd go into Bing and find the Bing translate and you just translate into Latin. Think about it. Yeah. I actually, I did at one point. I forgot what it was though. What? How to say, think about it in Latin. Oh, it's like cognitare dabasura. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I don't think, I would love to be the Pope. I would love to live in the Vatican. I think I would really like to have all the Pope's outfits. I really think that I would be into all the Pope's jewelry. And yes. all that shit. And you know that he probably has really excellent cooks cooking for him all the time. He probably does. You would have just the best of everything. Yes, you would have, have the best of everything all the time. You would have golden casket just like animal. Everyone would be like kissing your ring all day. 
All you would have to do is you would go and there'd be some poor guy and you'd be like, hey, and he'd be like, what? And you'd be like, I'm going to wash your feet. And the guy'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? And you're like, see, I'm cool. No big deal. I can wash this guy's feet. Deal with it. It's called being humble. I'm going to yank my hand away when you kiss the ring, but I'm still going to go through this whole process. I'm going to wash this person's feet. I don't even wash my own feet like this. Let's let's get into the real talk. Yeah. I think it's real talk time. Sure, let's get on it. Hit me with the real talk. You know, I, uh, I'll wash my feet. Uh-huh. I will wash them. I'll get in between the toes and stuff. I won't get down and really get the bottoms too soapy because then I feel like I'm going to eat shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to eat shit in the shower. Yeah, and you will too. I always, whenever I wash my feet, I always nearly eat shit. Yeah, and I, I mean, just the bottom. There's so much water, and then all the soap and shampoo goes on the bottom of my feet. So I just say, call that job done. Check that off the mega calendar. <laughs> feet are clean. I wrote that in my <laughs> my 4,800-year block. I just said. <laughs> my feet are clean, bitch. That is verbatim what I, <laughs> what I wrote. And my mega calendar <laughs> is personal, Natalie. You can't just look at it and tell people what I it's put on it. It's weird, so big. <laughs> <laughs> can't not see it. <laughs> uh, so during the French Revolution, did you know that they had a new calendar? No. What was it like? It was called the French Republican Calendar, and they set it up because they were trying to de-Christianize everything. Yeah. And make everything real rational. And so they set up their calendar, and it had, every day was 10 hours long, and an hour was 100 minutes long. And a minute was 100 seconds long. Oh, no. It was a commercial failure, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like they tried to be like, we're going to do the metric system only with the calendar. And then everyone's like, I don't like it. That's essentially like if you started a board called r slash new time. And you're like, all right, fuckers, listen to this. A minute has 100 seconds. <laughs> yep. It and was 100 so- minutes in an hour. <laughs> How long's an hour now? So a uh, um, minute is a minute 40. Uh-huh. Okay, and then an hour is 100 minutes 4,000. Uh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this right now. I want to know, though. I want to know so bad. <laughs> do my sexy calculator. Do it. <laughs> Okay, there's 100,000 French seconds in a day. Uh-huh. But I mean, there's six, There's uh, 60 seconds in a minute. Uh-huh. And then 60 minutes in an hour, so 3,600. And then there's 24 hours in a day times 3,600 is like 86,000, right? 86,000 uh-huh. something, uh, which is not equal to 100,000. So that's why it didn't... <laughs> Like four days in, there's <laughs> These are some weird. guy. Yeah, there's some guy. He's like, "Hey, I can't help but notice, but it's getting dark, and it's supposed to be like two. It's supposed to be like two thirty. And then the second guy's like, "It's not two thirty. It's two eighty in the afternoon." <laughs>
In my adult life, I have been under the influence of drugs that changed my subjective view of reality. So it's not like super foreign to me. But when I was a kid, I didn't do any drugs. And I remember one time I was on vacation and we had gone to Florida. And when I was a very little kid, we didn't have any money at all. So we would go and we had relatives that lived in Florida and we would go and just crash at their place. I remember one time I slept in a papasan. Yeah, right on. <laughs> which is like a wicker bowl. Mm -hmm. So we finally, after 10 or 15 years, we, we went and we rented some place down there. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night and I didn't know where I was. And I mean, I was in Florida, but I was in an unusual place and it wasn't like we vacationed a lot. So it was really strange and I was very confused. And I remember I was in this dark room and I navigated my way out into this other room and I looked and something had gone wrong. I mean, it was Florida, they had thunderstorms and stuff. I think the cable box got zapped and all the numbers on the cable box were all scrambled. There was like a backward six. Yeah. And like a, and like a colon and an eight and like just two vertical lines. And I was like, it's backwards six, eight, 11 in the morning. <laughs> it was really terrifying to me. Right. I remember this as a kid. It was just lightning o'clock, just lightning hit the cable box. Right. But I think that's what it would have been like in the French Revolution. And then your favorite aristocrat is getting their head chopped. Right, your favorite one. We should get some guillotines. Oh, here? Yeah. In America? Or wherever. There's a thought. You just have to take, take them on tour. Yeah, everyone hated the French calendar at the end. Um, do you know what this study of clocks is called? Or timekeeping instruments? Chronology. Horology. Horology. That is a much different vibe. <laughs> I thought for sure I had the slam dunk, the chrono, right? Well, that's also a word that's in reference to it, but studying the, the devices themselves. So uh, Egyptians, <laughs> the Egyptians invented the device that used the sun to do like a clock. Oh, like a sundial? Yeah. Okay. It was like a pre-sundial. Like it was, and then you go out and it would... Have the little guy, it looked like a T-square, and it was like bent up, like a little bent up guy. And you go out there, and it would be like the shadow, and it go do, 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 and go around. And then like halfway through a day, you had to go over and like rotate it so we, can, so we could do the other half of the day. Okay. Sundials. That was how they taught, that's how they did time back then. And also they used to do water clocks. And water clocks were more accurate, and they were like better clocks. How does a water clock work? It's like a dripping thing. So it's just a little tiny hole and it drips through and you can tell by the water level how much time? It's, the, it's uh, okay, a water clock is a timepiece that uses regulated flow of liquid into a vessel or out of a vessel. And then they measure it in order to tell the time, the amount of, of liquid in the thing. And so then you could keep time, like even when it's nighttime, as long as there's someone to make sure that there's liquid in the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because before, once it was nighttime, you couldn't really tell. There's sometimes they, they would be able to, like, keep track of the stars and shit. You're hiding from tigers, so why would you do that? As soon as the sun goes down, it's free timber. Yeah, it's free timber every night, baby. Every day is free timber. As soon as the man disappears, we may as well live the night like it's our very last until that man reemerges in the morning to haul the sun behind his giant chariot. Right, a guy with the chariot. I'm tipping him ten denarius. <laughs> Those are ancient Roman coins. <laughs> 
coins are like they're so old, but also they were so common that you can get them on eBay like pretty easily. You can get a Roman coin for very little money. Yeah, because there's just they're everywhere. They made so many of them. Yeah, they were then they were throwing them all over the place and sinking them in boats. And they had that empire that went so far. The empire went to England and shit. So you could be chilling in England, which is, to me, I feel like it's a normal place. But they just have a hundred words for pastries, I don't know. because <laughs> And that's just because I know about it from the baking show. Right. You might be in your garden and you might be digging around and you would find a Roman coin. That's pretty yeah. common there. Yeah, yeah. And in a lot of places in Europe, right? Right. I've never bought one because I'm like, well, I don't want to support. You know, the Roman Empire was not exactly woke, so I don't want to support them. <laughs> I mean, I think we should get some because I like old shit. What's the What's the oldest thing you think you could potentially get? Like the oldest thing that you could afford as a recreational purchase? Like you could get a Roman coin for like 10 bucks. Right. So like you could do that. I think that you could get on eBay and get an amphora, like a little amphora or something that was from like a really fucking long time ago. And and it would be like, it would be a treat, but it would be like within the realm of something I would be able to afford in my life. How many BC are we talking? A lot of them. Well, and my thing is that I never have enough containers for my olive oil. Uh, first century CE. Now, when you look at this stuff, they're all old and crusty and shit, but I always feel like, well, how old is that? Like, like how, is, do you know, like, how do you know? This is 30 bucks. This is a amphora with a dude on the side of it. 200 AD. And it's 25 pounds right now. And uh, here's the thing. If you get something from recent enough, right, uh-huh. you get something from history as opposed to prehistory. You get your mega calendar out and you just write, buy ancient amphora in this block, in today's block. <laughs> yeah. Well, it would be just amphora because it was made in this in the same block. <laughs> buy, <laughs> buy amphora. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, but you can get, I love thinking about buying relics on eBay. I um, love to buy just a shard. <laughs> ancient Cypriot pottery from 600 BC. You get some shark. Ooh, you can get a Greek vase from the 6th century. It looks like it has some dudes with their dicks out and stuff. Definitely got his butt out. Naked out, butt out. That guy's partly horse. Okay, anyway, so yeah, you can buy <laughs> all kinds of old ass pottery. And I love to see it. And I love to look at it. So I'm going to close this tab because otherwise it's going to turn into pottery chat. But you can buy very old stuff on eBay, specifically pottery. Everything was used to be pottery. And so what we're doing is just buying their garbage. Yeah, it would be like if somebody like the early 3000s AD goes on FBay, which is the successor to eBay. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. And they buy an ancient Wesson cooking oil container and they're like, I believe this contained canola oil. <laughs> uh, so Egyptians were also, when they had their little sundial things, they were also the ones who conceptualized the idea of breaking the movement of the shadow into units. Because otherwise you're just like, oh, it's about that long in the day. It's about halfway through the day, right. Yeah. So they s- created the concept of hours, mm-hmm. essentially is what right. you're saying. And they did it on a duodecimal system. And so they were 
into the number 12 because of like the lunar cycles and shit like that and so that's why they chopped it up again i think we only fixated on 10 because of our fingers and toes i think they probably they probably would have thought we were really basic for just deciding that our number system we were going to use is based on how many fingers we have Why didn't they do 20? Because we have toes, too. There are some societies that ha- that had uh, numbering systems based on 20, yeah. They had different little symbols for the numbers. Yeah, I, I would imagine so. But considering the fact that the, the 10 system, 10, 100, 1,000, we all know them. <laughs> we all love them. Considering <laughs> that that predominated, I, I think it's easy to say that ticking off marks on one's fingers really was the thing that drove the numbering system. And there's a thing that you used, I, I, I don't remember what it was, but it's like you would do it when you were doing math or you were doing multiplication and you would like count on your knuckles and like do some kind of weird like knuckle counting thing. You know what I use my knuckles for in the respect of time? I use my knuckles to judge how many days are in each month of our calendar. Now, what is our calendar? The Gregorian calendar? The Gregorian calendar? Okay. Named after Greg. Surfing Pope. Woo! I didn't know that. He surfed, yeah. He's a good surfer. Wow, and it makes sense, Greg. You like to party. Hey, Greg. Hang ten. That's what he does. And that's, yeah. That's what they used to call him. Yeah, if you were Egyptian, it would have been hang 12, or if you were Mesopotamian, it would have been hang 60. It doesn't have the same <laughs> ring. Right. So you line your knuckles up. You make two fists, and you hold them in front of you, your knuckles, and you start at your very leftmost knuckle. And this is assuming you have knuckles. the this is assuming you have the usual number of knuckles and fingers. But you start at the left, and your first knuckle is January, which has 31 days. The hollow in between your knuckles is February. Then the next knuckle is March, which has 31 days. The hollow is April. The next is May, which has 31 days. Mm-hmm. June has 30. July has 31. And here's where the knuckles come in. You put your two hands together. And next to your knuckle is another knuckle, which is August, which also has 31 days. Oh, shit. And then September has 30. <laughs> October 31, November, December has 31. And you would say, what about those two knuckles on the end? Well, that's a clear evidence that we need to have free timber. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just always go 30 days past September, April, June, and November. And if it's not September, April, June, and November, then I, I'm going to say that has 31. <laughs> that's funny because in Southern Ohio, I was taught the rhyme 31 days. That's May or January, March, July, August, <laughs> October, and December. That's my rhyme I was taught. So we kind of went the other. We went the hills instead of the valleys. But at the end of the day, or as we would say, at the end of 10 French hours. In the 10th tenth, the tenth French hour of the 10th month of Mega Calendar. <laughs> Each day was 100,000 seconds. I don't know how they expected that. I don't know how they expected to reconcile that with the physical reality of the length of the day. You know, somebody who I think has a very poor relationship to time is Stephen Morrissey, singer for the defunct band The Smiths. He uh, always used to say it was a 
it was a thing he always used to go around and say it is he'd say well every day is like sunday and then he's like well that's catchy <laughs> yeah one day we were listening to the song in the car because my daughter is a is a goth i guess she lo- she loves morrissey so much i've told her that he's not that woke but she loves him she thinks he's really romantic she drew a mesoamerican for uh, some project, she drew a Mesoamerican, so she drew an Aztec warrior. But the Aztec warrior looked exactly like His Morrissey. His fucking face looked just like Morrissey. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> but he was, like, really chiseled, so. <laughs> she came to me for artistic advice, and I had to teach her how to draw the nipples on. Yeah. Because she was like, she's like... If I put, if I draw the nipples, it looks it looks like weird. Like it, it's just too much attention on the nipples. Like that's like not where I want you to look. But if I don't put nipples, it looks weird. So I had to teach her how to draw a subtle nipple, and it turned out great. Yeah, just this like 500 AD guy who discovered chocolate and looks like Morrissey. What's her? What's what, didn't she have her her favorite one? What's her favorite Morrissey song? Her favorite Morrissey song is the one about I'm throwing my arms around Paris. I don't know what I don't know why. It's a recent Morrissey song. Yeah. Morrissey had a decline at some point. Yeah, he did. That he was, stayed yeah. his music was great for a really long time. And I'm not talking about the man himself. He had some jams. Morrissey of all pop cultural figures, Morrissey is the one that broke my heart. No one else who fell from grace I cared that much about. Yeah. But Morrissey I just I can't reconcile it. Why did you do that to me, Morrissey? I was so ride or die. I thought you were being ironic with that National Front Disco shit. <laughs> and Natalie, I think that's I think that's a lesson a lot yeah. of us learned yeah. in the last decade is nobody who is uh, nobody who is pushing racist ideas and in retrospect literally saying england for the english (laughs) (laughs) nobody who is going to uh say terrible things really means it ironically i read something great it was by uh it was an essay by nick cave and he he writes a lot of essays and he was (laughs) very calmly explaining that it's okay to still like morrissey's music because after you listen to something a bunch, it's in your head and you own it now because if you think about it, you can hear it in your head. So it's yours. So it doesn't matter that he's a shit. <laughs> I really appreciated that. <laughs> I was like, this is a great little loophole that enables me to listen to music that is great written by somebody who's not. Yeah. Morrissey broke my heart. There was a couple other ones that broke my heart too, but I'm not even going to say who they were. Uh, but yeah, Nona loves it so much, and um, it—that it, is, she's about the age that I was when I started listening to Morrissey. Yeah, you had to steal the tapes from Sam Goody. I used to shoplift the Morrissey tapes from Sam Goody. Yeah, when I was about, I was about like twelve or thirteen, and she's just like eleven now, so she's just almost there. I feel like Morrissey would have loved that you stole his tape. Probably, I would love that my daughter would theoretically steal Morrissey tapes if she didn't already have them all. If it wasn't for the fact that Morrissey sucks. Well, and you can't go to a store. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sentence ends there. You can't go to a store. Anyway, tell me something stores about... Don't, stores don't sell music anymore? Anyway. Anyway, write that on your mega calendar. <laughs> right next to right next to where it says, stores sell music. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, I was saying Mega Calendar causes everything just to collapse upon itself. Suddenly, you can see all events simultaneously for all time. Everything collapses upon itself. Venerate Christ, follow Christ, deny Christ, crucify Christ. Doomed future. (laughs) Cool future. (laughs) (laughs) But doomed future nonetheless. (laughs) Cool and doomed. Like most cool stuff. That's my bio. (laughs) Um, Chinese inventors were the ones who invented regular clocks in the 11th century. This thing with the gears and the tick, tick, tick. So they did the spring and the gears and the ratchets and everything? Yeah, yeah. That always always blows my mind. I'm sure they got it figured out. Gosh, I always wondered, how do you make sure it spins just at the right speed? I don't think it works like that. I think that the way it works is it has the spring and you turn it so it has like potential energy. And I think that it's like a mechanism that's set up so it releases tension. Yeah, but how does it know when to release the tension? It just happens like at an increment. It just happens every second. That's what's so wild. (laughs) (laughs) And it's right on time. Right. It's a clock. Just like lab work. That's like one of the that's like one of those things that I'll just never understand on a fundamental level. From the time we were babies, they would say computers are ones and zeros. But then on a computer, you can make the turtle go around or you can be like print hello. Uh-huh. So, how do you get from zeros and ones to that? I'll never <laughs> I'll never understand. Show me the ones and zeros. That's too where much. Is, where are they? Inside. Where are they? When they say Intel inside, it's in the Intel. What? <laughs> uh, so, do you know what the units of time are? I think so. You probably do. The SI unit of time is the second. Uh-huh. SI is, it's something in French, isn't it? Système international or something so, like yeah, that. I know, yeah. They have a lot of nerve to having it in French when the French tried to fuck that lot of shit up so bad with their fucking revolution clocks. Were you going to tell me more than the units of time, aside from seconds? Oh, I thought that was it. No. (laughs) Well, everything shorter than seconds are just prefixes appended to seconds, all the way down to femtoseconds, right? Uh So there's minutes, Mm -hmm. hours, days, weeks, months, years, decades, centuries, millennia. Mega calendars. Eons. How long is an eon? Is it longer than a May calendar? I think an eon is uh, indefinite, just like time itself. Oh. Uh, I actually, I saw a headline that I did not click on. Cause I was like, Who I'm could not... blame you? <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not mentally here enough to read this shit. But it's like scientists discover alternate plane where time is moving backwards. I saw that and the headline was overstated. Because all they found is they found in Antarctica there are high energy cosmic rays. Oh, I read about those the, the, sh- the shit coming out of the hole in Antarctica. Yeah, and I was like, I don't like the sounds of that. That sounds like a portal to me. If we talk about it too much, we're just gonna go back into Antarctica mode, <laughs> which is. I wanted to talk about the portal in Antarctica in the Antarctica episode, but I just I was like, you know, I, I have too much facts about cool 
shit happening in the thing. Is that tied to the alternate dimension? With time is backwards? Something about the way the cosmic rays are going and they're saying, well, we wouldn't expect them. We would actually expect them to go up the ass or something. <laughs> there was like a whole thing, but it was very, it was like a magazine that writes about monthly events that happen in Chicago. So I didn't think they were a very <laughs> authoritative source. Sure. Well, I mean, when it comes to news, it doesn't matter. I don't care really. Like, give it to me from wherever. Like, if I'm reading about Chupacabra, I, I don't need to read about it on CNN. Well, Chupacabra is so much more interesting. Yeah. Show me a picture of time going backwards. Oh, Show you know. Show me a picture of time. They did that. Do you remember that Enya video? Return to Innocence? <laughs> the horse running backwards? Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that time passes faster for your face than your feet? Because of elevation? Mm -hmm. The closer you are to the center of the earth, the slower time goes. At the top of Mount Everest, a year is 15 microseconds shorter than a sea level. Did you Do you know what the smallest standard scientific measure of time is? The Planck time? Yeah. The Planck length and the Planck time are the units where, as far as we can tell time and space are quantized meaning you cannot like an animal crossing you can have a flower here you can have a flower there you may not have a flower in between here and there right <laughs> and the Planck length and the Planck time are part of my assertion that we are living in a simulation yeah we are living in a simulation if we were living in a physical reality the intuitive idea of space and time would hold that any particle could be at any point in space. But the Planck length is a unit of space in which if you were to move an electron or a particle or a quark or whatever, you could not move it less than that. You would move it that length. And it would click. It would snap to grid. It would fucking snap to grid. Exactly. <laughs> and the fact I have how long it takes you in Planck time to blink. How long is that? 550,000 trillion, trillion, trillion Planck times. I didn't know that you would. You could just say trillion, trillion, trillion and have it be a number. Uh, trillion is 10 to the 12th. Trillion, trillion, trillion is 10 to the 36th. Okay. So there is a length of time that you cannot do something in less time than. Yeah. So to me, the idea that time and space are pixelated suggests that it is computational. Yeah. The preponderance of evidence suggests that we are inside of a simulation. So we are not actually in real time and space. We are simulated time and space in a subset of reality. But the thing is, it is just like Animal Crossing, only the pixels are very, very small. So Animal Crossing is to us a mini game. Right. We are the real Animal Crossing. We are the game. Animal is the mini game. We're just crossing. Animal Crossing means it's crossing featuring animals instead of us. <laughs> Think about it. Um, did you know there's no such thing as now? Tell uh, me more. Once you say now, it's already in the past. Yeah, that's why that watch is inaccurate. The bracelet that says, even by the time it gets to your face, it's not fucking now, it's back then. 
three seconds ago now. So who is this? Who is this episode suggested by? This episode was suggested by Knights of Suburbia and Edemnot in our Discord. And if you're not a member of the Discord, you can get it on there automatically. It's a 24/7 chat room. We have a bunch of shit going in there. We have an Animal Crossing club. We have a book club. Every month we read a different book. We have a live role-playing game. We have a bunch of shit happening. Our members are pretty sweet. Patreon.com slash Garbage Brain University gets you access. And this episode of Garbage Brain University is brought to you by Harlem Township, Ohio, the best township in Ohio. I ha- Why do I keep having to tell you? I thought I told you already. It's the best one. You should know by now, Harlem Township, Ohio. Give them a visit. Throw them some tax dollars. I actually don't. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if there's. Do they have any... their own government? Nobody knows. There's no way of telling. If there's not, I think that we should be the shadow government of Harlem Township. I think we should pull the puppet strings, baby. <laughs> and hey, if you haven't already. If you're listening to this on iTunes, give us a rating. Five stars on iTunes. Why would you give us anything else? You listen to us this whole time. If you're on Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, yes, that's real, Pocket Casts, Podfuckers, WebPod, any of those, five stars, 10 out of 10, 100% on Rotten Podcasts. <laughs> Please and thank you. We appreciate you listening this whole time. Good night, I love you.